Hi, welcome to Our View. We have a great show planned for you today. We have Ty Engler with Paradise Found RV down in Theodore, Alabama, which is just south of Mobile. He's developing a brand new resort. They're going to have lots for sale. They're right on the water, and he's going to tell us all about it. So stay tuned. Welcome to Our View with your hosts, George and Lisa Hernandez. Each week, listen in as George and Lisa talk about their RV and travel adventures all around the world. George and Lisa travel in their 40-foot Class A Tiffin motor coach and tow their Jeep Wrangler, always looking for fun and adventure. Hi, welcome back to Our View. I'm Lisa Richard Hernandez. And I'm George Hernandez. And we have a great guest with us today. His name is Ty Engler from Paradise Found RV down in Theodore, Alabama. Ty, welcome. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Hey, guys. I appreciate you having me. My name is Ty Engler, and I'm developing an, an RV resort down on Fowl River located in Theodore, Alabama. We're roughly... 15 minutes from Dauphin Island on the Gulf Coast of Alabama. That's awesome. Excellent. We are so looking forward to this. Ty, why don't you kind of walk us through, walk our listeners through the uh, what you've done so far to... Like, how'd you get into this? Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so my, my background is uh, I, I obviously went to college, um, did the bachelor's degree, master's degree, and partial PhD um, and while I was in my PhD, I was kind of headhunted by the waste industry um, to develop landfills, design and develop landfills. Worked in that industry for a while, um, then got into rental properties myself here in Mobile, Alabama. And then we grew that into doing something like this. And kind of in the meantime there, I was working for a big company where I was doing a lot of flips, a lot of residential spec homes, apartments commercial flips, commercial buildings, and he had me look into doing an RV resort. Um, and I was kind of looking into these for like the last five years just to look to kind of see how, how they worked as opposed to just owning your, your basic multifamily rental. Right. And as I was working on this for him, he brought a piece of property to me and it actually ended up being less than a block from the piece of property that I had under contract to develop one of these things. So Wow. Here we are today. We we closed on the property in October of 2021, and we've gone through the permitting process. Um, we've got a majority of our permits now. We're still waiting on a few things, but we're getting ready and set to break ground here in the next few weeks, actually. Wow, that's exciting. So tell us about the land. Like, how big is it? How many acres? How did you go about, like, choosing? How do you go about choosing the place that you're going to put your RV resort? I guess. Yeah, so it's really it's really what the people want. It's not necessarily what I want. A lot of people are looking for waterfront property, and it's it's difficult to find that at a reasonable price. And we actually had a different piece of property under contract prior to the one that we're working on now. And through kind of the uh, due diligence period, we did run into some issues on that property. So we driving driving home actually from that property, we, we came across this property, and there was there was an old sign out there from probably about six years ago where the property was once for sale and i kind of pulled away the bushes and looked at the sign and i'm like huh i wonder if this is still available wow. so i had my broker do some work called the previous listing agent and then ended up getting in touch with the owner and he was willing to sell it so 
Wow, that was that's awesome. Yeah, a little bit of luck there too, huh? <laughs> yeah, wow. absolutely, absolutely. So tell us about your your spot and what your amenities are going to be, where you're, what you're going to offer. Okay, yeah. So the property itself, the developable land on the property is about forty six acres, and then we have we have one, two, three, four additional parcels around the property for future development as well. Within that forty six acres, we're going to have two hundred and forty six um, RV lots. And they're a lot larger than your traditional RV lots. A lot of regular RV lots you see now, they're fairly small. These are going to range with, we have two different kinds within the park. Um, 65 of them are going to be along the waterfront, which we have about 2,300 feet of waterfront. And that's canal frontage, which leads out to Fowl River, which leads out to Mobile Bay. So we're kind of catching all three things where if you're standing on the shoreline, you can see the mouth of the Fowl River. And then you can actually see all the way across the bay and see uh, Point Clear Fairhope. Wow. So, so, so will you have docks there? Yeah. So the plan right now is we're working with the core, going through the permitting process. As you guys all know, that process takes a little bit with the core. We're working on a 38-slip marina. Wow. That's awesome. Yeah. The county has also purchased property next to us for a public boat launch and a, kind of like a, a scenic park area. Oh, that'll be that'll be a great benefit to you. Now, will the marina be a separate entity or will it be part of, uh, if you buy a lot, you can buy a, a slip? So it will not be a separate entity. It'll be exclusively used for the RV resort. Um, oh, that's people awesome. Can, people can purchase slips. Um, they're going to be deeded slips just as the units are going to be deeded as well within the park. And we'll, we will be running uh, boat boat rentals out of there, jet ski rentals, kayak rentals, all that stuff. And also in the area, we currently do have a marina less than a block from us. It's a restaurant marina um, that has a launch, a fuel station, and a dump station. So in the meantime, while people are kind of waiting for our marina to come along, we have the ability to use his facilities and get boats in and out of the water. Oh, that's great. So will there be like a place that people can store their boats at Paradise Found RV? Like, will they be able to park their trailers there or what? Yeah. So that additional, one of those additional pieces of property that we have for future development actually butts right up to the county property. Um, We do have that set to be about 120 spots for people to park boats and trailers. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's great. That's always great because there's a lot of places that don't offer that. And, you know, a lot of people tow trailers behind their RVs. They have all kinds of stuff. And if you have somewhere to store it, that's fantastic. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So a lot of our listeners are just not really familiar with owning an RV lot. Like people, you know, rent or whatever, but they're not really familiar with owning an RV lot. Tell us a little bit about like what the sales are going to be like, how much, what your starting prices are. Obviously, I feel like we know the benefits of owning an RV lot, but just from your perspective for our listeners, just share with us like what your thoughts are on that. Yeah. So owning a lot, in my opinion, is like in the area where we're at, we have, we have Dauphin Island 10 minutes one way. We have the city of Mobile, the historic city of Mobile the other way. On Dauphin Island, if you're looking to buy a small beach house or a small waterfront house, you're looking to spend anywhere from 1.5 to three and a half million dollars. And if you're owning an RV lot, you still get those same amenities where you can easily, you easily have access to the beach. You easily have access to the water. 
And we're going to be running a special here soon with the starting price point of our interior lots at $69,000. Oh my gosh. Wow. That's a great deal. For somebody who's looking to get into this lifestyle, that's a great entry price offer. Yeah. I mean, you know, it's rare that you see any lots for sale anywhere for under $100,000. So for that entry price opportunity, I feel like those are going to sell like hotcakes. <laughs> yeah. People need to get in touch do, with you quick. <laughs> <laughs> we do have uh, we do have some competing parks on the other side of the bay from us too. Mm-hmm. Um, and their price points, they, they don't have waterfront access. They don't have waterfront. Um, their price points start at 149000 for essentially nothing. And then they move upwards to 550000 So, Wow. wow. Yeah, that's unbelievable. So you told us a little bit about the area. Um, you're close to Mobile. You're close to the beach. That's at Dolphin Island. At Dolphin Island. Now, yeah. how far are you? I think I looked it up, and I think, are you about an hour away from Biloxi? Yeah, actually. Um, if you take the, some of the side roads, you can get there in around 40 minutes. And a lot of people don't know about Biloxi, but Biloxi is like a, a miniature Vegas. Las yeah, Vegas. exactly. I thought, uh, yeah, I George is always seeking out the closest casino to wherever we're going. Yeah, there, there's a... There, there's probably 15 to 20 casinos down there. And I, I didn't know about it when I first moved here. And I, I, I kind of traveled over to the area. And I was like, wow. But there's there's concerts every single every single Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Um, and they're not just small-name people. They're big-name people that are coming to Biloxi and playing concerts. That place blew up, unfortunately, after the hurricane wiped them out. They, they yeah. changed. Because all those casinos used to be on floats. Now they're all land on land, which is great. And you're an hour away. That, I think that'll also draw people to, I mean, that's a, that's a great attraction. Yeah. George and I have not really spent much time down there on the coast of Alabama. And it's been one of our, like, we want to go down there and check the place out. So when we heard about this one, we're like, oh, we need to take a trip out there and, and just kind of, like, learn the area. And it looks really I've been to Mobile, nice I, I, and, and I've told you about it before. I loved it. I think it's a beautiful place. I, I actually worked there twice. I was a mounted police officer, and we worked Mardi Gras. Um, okay. We were invited to come and work, and it, it, it was just beautiful. We had a great time, so I'm a little familiar with it, but we definitely want to go down there and learn the area and spend some time down there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How so, long ago did, how long ago were you in Mobile, if you don't mind me asking? Oh, God. It was a long time ago. So if it's changed <laughs> for the good or the bad, that, <laughs> I, 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 I don't know. It was just, yeah, so, 20 years ago, he was a police officer. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So yeah. Mobile, I originally moved here 13 years ago. And Mobile, and, and just the time that I've lived here, has changed significantly. Like, we have cruise lines running out of Mobile now. Um, we have massive ports. There's a ton of development going on downtown. The, and actually, Mobile was just voted the second best summer destination in the U.S. Wow. On a nationwide poll. And then two years prior to that, Dauphin Island was voted the third best beach in the U.S. Wow. That's we really awesome. need to get down there and check it out. You know, that makes sense. When when, when I was there, it was a long time ago. But it, it, it looked like it had so much potential because yeah. it was a great little – it was a, a city that was more like a town, a really big town. And mm-hmm. now, now it sounds like it's actually grown into a city. Yeah. A lot of people don't know, too, that Mobile is actually the birthplace, birthplace of Mardi Gras. Yes. So, yeah, yes. I, I know. I, we argued about that. George was like, no, I'm telling you, Mobile was because we, we've been we've been to Mardi Gras in New Orleans like several years mm-hmm. in a row. We did that. And, and uh, I told her, I've been to the original <laughs> Mobile, uh, right. Mardi Gras. Yeah. Yeah. We have a whole museum downtown that's dedicated to the 
the development and the founding of, of Mardi Gras. So. Yeah. And I'll say I've been to both and I, I enjoyed mobiles better. Mm-hmm. It just seemed more well, of friendly. Course that was I twenty guess. years ago, too. So. Yeah, I guess <laughs> everything to me is relative. It he's, was just yesterday. He's aging himself. <laughs> well, tell tell us a little bit more about um, the actual resort that's being built. Like, tell us about like what amenities you're going to have. I know we talked about the marina. Do you have any like modern features? Like, everybody wants really great internet. Like, are you? Do you have any things that you want to share with us about that? Yeah, absolutely. So the so we have quite quite the amenities package. Um, when you first arrive at the park, we have a four thousand square foot welcome center. That's going to have your front desk, a few bathrooms. Um, we've we've designated an area in there specifically for an indoor outdoor wet bar um, that'll lead to the pool section. Um, also, we have a large amount of uh, laundry facilities in that in that area as well. And then we have two flanking buildings that are kind of kind of going to kind of wrap around the pool area and those are both 3,850 square feet apiece. Um, one building is going to be dedicated to an arcade simulated golf and then an indoor movie theater. Oh, and wow. The other, other building is going to be a bathhouse and it's going to have a dedication of a fitness center as well. So, and then okay. in the outside area of those, of that amenities package, we're going to have multiple pools pickleball courts everybody loves pickleball so we gotta oh, have pickleball gosh. courts yeah it's like <laughs> yeah. a tennis is done. make or break is the pickleball courts now these people are yeah i, I mean i feel like i'm I, we've played a few times but it's like hundreds of people playing pickleball like in every resort that we go to like no one's at yeah. the tennis courts anymore it's really crazy yeah, that seems to be the trend but also we're gonna have outdoor fire pits there for people to enjoy an outdoor movie theater bags cornhole um depending on which part of the country you live in is what what it's called and then dog parks um we got we have a dog park there as well and then we have some of that additional future development area we're looking at doing some glamping tents or possibly some some tiny homes oh that's that's great so besides all the activities that are around the resort it sounds like you're making the resort a true destination resort which is excellent that's that's, That's exactly what we're looking for. Now, we, we didn't talk about this. Is the resort going to be completely owners or are you going to have a rental section? So the initial idea was we're going to sell these 65 lots, which we call presidential units. We've opened up an additional or that, that promo that we're going to have is going to be an additional 69 lots for $69,000. And those are going to be those interior lots. And then... We'll still retain about another 160 that we'll we'll use as transient rentals. Okay, so the 69 um, lots that you're selling, describe what somebody would get for that $69,000. So it's going to be a, a large pad. Um, the width is 40 feet by 75 feet. It's going to have a parking area for your RV, and it's going to have an additional area on the side where you could you could do what you want. If you want to put a pergola, a fire pit, seating area, whatever you want to do in that area, it's going to be roughly 28 by 30, or I'm sorry, 12 by 30. Okay. Wow. So they have the option to do what they want to do as far as upgrades, and I'm actually working with a local landscape, hardscape company right now to put together packages. So if someone wants to put an outdoor kitchen, that's going to be this package. If someone wants to do an upgraded pergola or a hardscape fireplace, that's another additional package. And then the 65 units that we call presidential units, they're, they're significantly larger. They're 45 by 75 
they come with the same size parking pad, but there's those come with a, a fireplace and those come with a pavilion. And that, that side area is 16 by 35 as the square area. And then it comes with a big round area on the back for a fireplace or a seating area. And, well, oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. <laughs> and those units will have the same upgrade package. And then we're also going to allow people to put casitas on those units. That was going to be my next question. If people, people always ask me, you know, I do um, sales down in Hilton Head Island Motor Coach Resort and people are always like, can we put casitas here? And unfortunately in Hilton Head, you can't. And a lot of people really love to have that option just so they have like either extra storage or a place to put their washer and dryer or an extra bathroom. Um, mm -hmm. Is that stuff that would be possible? Would you be able to put a bathroom in a casita there? Yeah, actually, after I did some due diligence on it, we would we would have the ability to do it. The guy who's specking them out for me right now, it's it's going to come with the plumbing for a bathroom and with the plumbing for an indoor kitchen if you want to put one in. Oh, oh wow. wow, that's awesome. Yeah, definitely. Because so I'm sorry, go ahead. I was just going to say it's hard to find those. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Are you going to have free reign on the construction, or are you just going to offer packages? So the way I the way I discussed it with the guy who's going to be doing the uh, the amenities upgrades for the the lots is we're going to have maybe three or four packages and then if people want to go above and beyond those packages it's not going to be a discussion they're going to have with me it's going to be a discussion they're going to have with him and he's going to take it over from there because i mean he just showed me an outdoor kitchen for example the amount of things you can add to an outdoor kitchen nowadays oh yeah it's crazy. ridiculous yeah well that's why so, i was asking because like at our resort, it's very limited on what you can do because they want to keep it kind of uniform, give you a little mm -hmm. bit of freedom, but they don't want people to just go crazy. My goal is to keep the architectural structures similar. So the the buildings, for example, for the amenities, they're all single slope buildings. So the casitas will all be single slope casitas. The pavilions will all okay, be single there slope you go. pavilions. So the architectural, the architectural aspect of the resort is going to stay similar no matter where you are in the resort. Well, that's, this is like such great information, Ty. Like, thank you so much for sharing this with us. We'd love to get down there and check it out someday. So we might be making a road trip down there. We'll, we'll do another uh, podcast after that. But tell us if people are interested in purchasing, how they can get in touch with you, or when do you think you'll have the first actual like rental and lots available actually? So our construction period, we're looking at about eight months, eight to 12 months, depending on weather for when we get started. The biggest thing down here is we, we do get some patches of rain in the summertime. So that might be one of the things that holds us up. But really, eight, eight to 12 months is our construction period. There's really no, really no more uh, de delays with, with COVID on materials. Um, we've reached out to all our suppliers and, and our materials are ready to go. So it's so really when you hit the frame of yeah, so when you break ground, you'll be hitting the ground running. It sounds like. And when yes, are you breaking ground? Um, we're hoping here in the next two weeks is, is what we're looking like. So. Oh, excellent. So um, you're doing the pre-sales, so people would uh, put a deposit down, and then would close on it when the when their site is ready. Is that right? Correct. So we have an offering statement that anybody who's interested, they receive an offering statement. It, it includes all the uh, restrictions and covenants of the HOA. It's a pretty lengthy document, but most, most of them are. They, they read through that document. They sign the contract. 
well, I guess they pick their upgrade package, then they sign the contract, and then they put a 15% down payment down. And that's all we're requiring right now. Okay. And we do have some preferred lenders in the area that if people want to finance, um, we do have some preferred lenders. There's actually three preferred lenders that are lending within a 30-minute radius of the resort. Wow, that's that's great too because a lot of places don't have financing options available. So the fact that you have three is really incredible. It, it, it makes it so much more accessible for so many more people by having the financing option available. We didn't touch on one thing. We were ta- A lot of the resorts that we go to, um, luxury resorts, require only a Class A motor coach. What kind of motor coaches are you going to allow and who can be like... What, what do they have to have to be a buyer in there to be an owner? Yeah. So being in the area we're in, we didn't, we, we've noticed there's a lot of people buying very high end fifth wheels and very high end bumper pulls like that. The idea of the $15,000 bumper pull isn't a thing anymore. Just recently at an RV show here in Mobile, there's, there's some bumper pulls and fifth wheels that are exceeding that $150,000 mark. And people are buying these and a lot of the resorts around us, you can only have class A's. We didn't want to do that to the people in the area and people traveling to the area. So we've allowed class A's, super C's, um, fifth wheels and bumper poles into the resort. And those are going to include anything that's 20 years or newer, but I don't want to restrict people if they have a really awesome 1965 Airstream that's hundred percent restored and they want to bring that thing in there and show it off. I'm more than welcome to allow that to happen. Uh, they just got to get the approval from our management staff. And that's how a lot of resorts operate as far as the age of the RV. Yeah, the, you just have to be in good condition. So would people be able to like buy a fifth wheel, for example, put it on the lot and kind of just keep it there like as a permanent foundation? Or do you have to like, for example, in Hilton Head, we have to do a 90-day turnaround. So every they may, they do that so that there isn't just like broken down trailers all around or whatever, but do what, what are the, are there any restrictions to that? Like could put people put a permanent park model on there or what's, what's the, yeah, they, they, they have the ability since they are deeded lots, they can put a permanent park model on there. It just has to be a movable structure because we are in a hurricane prone area. So we don't want to be in a situation where we're trying to figure out something to do with 20 campers when we got a cat five hurricane coming through. And I know that's, it's hypothetical, but we just have to have the ability to be able to get them out of there. But as far as limitations in the county, we really don't have any limitations on the the time of stay. So people can put an RV there. And to reflect off of what you said about it, it turning ugly and broken down RVs being there, the HOA documents really prevent that from happening. And in Alabama, too, there's specific laws that if people don't follow rules, you have the ability to, to take action. So, Oh, good. We, um, so you want to keep it yeah. nice. Absolutely. That's uh, interesting that Alabama actually has a rule for that. Yeah. There's a lot of places that don't. So that, that helps you. Yeah. Great. Well, all of that sounds really good. And it sounds like you've really opened up an opportunity for people who don't have a class A or that have just sort of gotten into... Um, the RV lifestyle, like for example, we, we've had other podcasts where we talk about like your first motor coach or your first RV or how you got into the whole camping thing. And, 
and people sort of progress over time to get like nice, you know, if they really love it, then they get a nicer place and nicer things. So this is like very accessible for really anyone to get into <clears throat> this. And I really think like for that 69,000, if you are even considering owning and, and wanting to have a place near the beach and the water and water access and all these amenities or, you know, especially for your like young families that may not have access to all that cash, like to have financing and be able to get in there very, very reasonably priced. That's great. So and to anyone who's listening, take it from us. 69,000 is a fantastic entry price. When we went to Hilton Head the first time, they were around that price and we waited and we were like, well, we don't know. We don't know. And then next thing you knew, we were like, oh my God, we should have bought when Yeah. That's a great entry price. And if you're new to this, you're, you're going to love it. Yeah. We, we should have bought 20 of them when they were $60,000 because when we waited like maybe two, like we went there like three more times over the course of a year and a half and the prices were up to over a hundred thousand. We're like, Oh my God, we got to yeah, buy some. Now they're 200,000. It won't so. take long. Yeah. And that seems to be the trend on the other side of the Bay for me too. You know, do these people buy in at a, a pre-construction price and then when the resorts developed, a lot of them actually just turn around and sell them because they're worth double, triple what they paid for. Yeah. Yeah. And, and we have definitely seen a, a natural progression of when you get into it and it doesn't take long to when you're in your, we, we always said, Oh, we, the, we love our RV. We're never going to buy another one. We're now on our second one. We're now going to buy a lot. And we now on our second or third second lot. lot. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, it's like this natural progression because once you start living that lifestyle, you realize how awesome it is and the uh, the ability to be in Alabama and you, you have a place there or you have a place in Hilton Head or you have, it's just so wonderful that you can move around and own the place. You can go whenever you want. Yeah. Especially after COVID, you realize like owning, there was a lot of people that did not own anywhere and they were kind of homeless because like a lot of these resorts shut down and stuff. So the prices of, are like camping in some of these nice places are, you know, a couple hundred bucks a night. Prices yeah. have gone up so much. So if you own your own place, you'll always have a place to stay and you don't have to make a reservation. It's great. Yeah, yep, absolutely. Well, um, another thing that we haven't touched on also is if they own it, can they rent them out? Yeah. So that's a special that we're running for the pre-construction people. We're actually allowing them to rent them out. So exactly. people better get on the phone and call you <laughs> and get these in lots. area. The area we're into, it's, it's, you know, we attract a lot of snowbirds in the wintertime. We're, we're 100% occupied in this area in the wintertime. And then in the summertime, Dauphin Island actually hold, holds some of the largest worldwide fishing tournaments. And there's not enough places to stay on the island. And us being 10 minutes from the island, oh, the man. rental income that people can bring in during the fishing rodeos is insane. Wow. So they could almost just pay for the whole expenses for the year with a couple of rentals they can wow that's that's great yeah well tell us ty how can people reach you if they're interested in buying and getting more information yeah so we are on facebook paradise found rv resort marina on facebook and then we also have a website it's paradisefoundrv.com um and actually on the website there's an ownership tab if you're interested in purchasing um, it kind of gives a rundown of what we have available. We have not launched the 69 for 69 deal on there yet because that's, that's an upcoming promo. Um, but if people do want to call and are interested in that price, um, I can present them the lots that we're going to be selling at that price and that will be available. 
there is a, a form on there you can fill out and it automatically asks for your information and then it directs it to one of our agents that are selling the properties and they'll immediately give you a call and let you know any additional information you need or if you're interesting, interested in being a unit owner, they'll send you the offering statement, the contract, and kind of the package upgrades we're going to have. That's wow. awesome. Yeah, that's Great. incredible. All right. Well, check out Ty at Paradise Found RV. We will put more information on our website, which is rvpodcast.com, and share this and subscribe to our podcast. And if you're out there listening, driving in your RV, Share this information with some of your other friends who may also be interested in in buying down there. Looks like a great entry-level opportunity for anyone. I I, I wish you the best of luck. I think you're going to do great. All right, guys. Lisa, George, I appreciate your time and I appreciate your help. No problem. And we'd love to come down and check it out and um, do a follow-up podcast. Absolutely. All right. Sounds good. Thank you. Thank you, guys. Listening to another episode of Our View. Don't forget to drop us a line at rviewpodcast.com. That's the letter R, viewpodcast.com. And like, subscribe, and follow us so you don't miss out on our next adventure.